There are times in marriage when both of you are exhausted, and if it's one of those seasons for you, the chances of you battling things like anxiety and depression are going to be much higher than normal. Now, if you or someone you know is facing one of those kinds of difficult circumstances right now, we want to offer some hope. I'm John Fuller. I'm joined by my Focus colleagues, Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin Smalley. And um, Aaron, there are a lot of married people today reporting that either they're battling depression or they have a spouse who's battling depression. What can you tell us about that? It, I mean, right now in our country, our culture, there's a lot of depression. It's, you know, research is saying 19 million Americans are currently going through some sort of depression, some type of depression. Hmm. 42% of people name depression as a major challenge in their marriage. It's interesting because I just found this statistic that says married men uh, show up less depressed, have lower rates of depression symptoms than unmarried men, but married women do not have lower rates of depression symptoms than unmarried women. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because basically what that's saying is that uh, marriage, a good marriage, a healthy marriage has a positive impact on a man, but for some reason women aren't noticing the same levels of relief or positivity that men are experiencing. And so I'm interested in that. And I can make all kinds of conclusions or draw all kinds of conclusions. And I wonder if part of it that women innately carry a lot Hmm. and we internalize a lot when, especially through this pandemic, the research is showing that women are just internalizing the daycare, the childcare, the stressors of what if I get, every time my cell phone rang during that season and it was the school, my stomach would drop and I would feel. So we carry that a little bit more. The the research shows that we carry that Mm. a little bit more than men. So it's, it's, you know, it is something that our culture is dealing with in general. And, you know, whether you're married or unmarried, if you are dealing with depression and you're noticing symptoms, you know, Google, a Google symptoms of depression to see, am I struggling through? Or maybe we could even put something like that in the show notes. We'll link over to to an assessment that might help you as some starting points to think through and then get help with. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Get help, encourage your spouse to get help, surround yourself with godly community to support you through that season. Well, we really do care about your well-being and uh, your family's well-being. And so please know right here at the front of the program that we have caring Christian counselors, and we'll link over to uh, the kind of support you should seek out in uh, our show notes. Well, let's go ahead and turn a corner now. We're actually going to hear a little bit from Greg, who, uh, Greg, as you talked to Jim Daly and me, uh, shared about a particular season when um, depression kind of came into your own marriage with Aaron. Uh, I understand there was a point in your marriage where you, Greg, um, you were dealing with some depression. So um, what was going on? What happened? And how did you, Aaron, respond to it, if I could lay it all out there? Yeah, my family had a had a family ministry. My my dad started, my parents ran that in kind of within just trying to work together as a family. There's some inherent challenges with that. And kind of within our family ministry, it just there there became some real challenges that that I finally just decided, you know, is I want to I want a vacation with my family. I want to, I want to hang out with my family during holidays. And, and I don't think that we can work together and do all that. And so, but that became a very difficult decision. I was fretting about that. It just, the longer that that went on, it just kind of launched me into just a real season of depression. 
The problem is, is that, you know, often when guys get depressed, that they, they tend to go into the cave. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I was doing. And so I would, I would go to work, I'd come home, and I'd, I may kiss you hello and pat the kids on the head, and I would wander up and just crash on a couch in front of the TV. And I didn't want to interact with anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And, and it became such a lonely place, I know, for Aaron, but, but also for me. I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to kind of manage and handle that level of depression. So and, what happened over time? Yeah, I think Aaron finally, I, I, I think you came to me in a very nice and loving, caring way and said, this ain't working for me. <laughs> this thing, you coming home and disappearing that the, the kids miss you, I miss you. We got to figure this out. Like let, we let need me, help here. Let me get to a distinction. Uh, if you do that for a couple of days, that might be recharging your batteries. Right. So, what mm-hmm. length of time were you looking at here? Where it was? <laughs> it how many? Was... How many years? Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, this probably months stretch or on to months. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and it's I, good for definition because sometimes yeah. you come home, you're just fatigued, right? right? And you're gonna mm-hmm. flip the news on and. Right channel surf or whatever yeah. and you just you're re-energizing but you're yeah. talking about systemic I, truly months i yeah. would just i i just i didn't have the desire to to you're connect disengaged. interact totally disconnected yeah. and i don't know that in the middle of it we knew that it was depression i knew things were really hard that he was struggling i was struggling and I can remember that day just going to him going, okay, what is going on? He's isolating off. The kids are, we had small kids at that point. They needed him. I needed him. And so it was really a, a lonely time, but I spent so much time in prayer. And I remember my prayer just being, Lord, we'll stay here as long as you want us to stay here. But if you provide an opportunity, we will go. And it wasn't shortly after that, that we ended up moving to Arkansas and it was we just entered into a season of of healing. Yeah, but that I I had to get into counseling. And I don't know if it was being a guy and I can solve this. I was a counselor, so why should I need this? And yet really getting with a good Christian counselor began to challenge some things, help me to understand some things, really got to the root of what was going on, how I was feeling around just some of the family troubles that I was experiencing. And, and once I started to identify, okay, here's the real issue, then I was able to deal with that. And, and slowly life kind of came back, color came back yeah. to my life. And, and we were able to deal with that. But, but that, again, there can be many reasons why we feel lonely in a marriage. It can be that we're just focused on all these tasks and feel alone that way, or there's something like a depression going on. Sure. And you need to recognize yeah. those things. Aaron, our theme this month for the podcast is pursuing growth together, and I wonder how a couple can make it through a tough season, like walking through depression, um, you know, much like the two of you face. What what are some tips you'd offer? I would say first and foremost, you know, identifying what is going on. Um, you know, I know when Greg went through a challenging time that I noticed that he was depressed. And I don't know that he even recognized the Mm. depression, but talking about it, we were able to come to a place of going, yeah, I think I'm, you know, just struggling here. And one of the deepest questions we will often ask internally about our spouse is, are you going to be there for me in my time of need? 
And when your spouse is walking through a depression, that is a time of need, needing support, needing, you know, someone with clarity, needing to know that you're going to hang in there with me, that we're going to walk through this together. However, I know there's, there's someone out there thinking, you know what, my husband won't get help. You know, there's no hope. And we've been through this for, you know, 20 years and on and on. Surround yourself with godly community. Bring in a godly marriage counselor. Bring in your pastor. Bring in godly friends to support you during that difficult time. You've got to take care of you in order to continue walking with your spouse when they're struggling. And we talked about expectations in marriage several episodes ago, and I'm just thinking this is one of those maybe right-size your expectations. You might have to live with somebody who's chronically depressed, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean you have to give up on life yourself. That's what I hear yes, you saying. Yes, absolutely. And nor do you have to give up on the relationship. Yeah. You know, there's always hope. And that is the number one thing that when people come into counseling, I like to have them walk out with is hope mm-hmm. because we serve the God. of We, we serve the, the God of the universe that can do anything all things are possible so it's continuing to plug in to him to receive that hope yeah yeah we've got some close friends and it's actually the husband who does battle clinical depression and the wife is very buoyant and upbeat and optimistic she's not falsely so she just has learned that she's got to bring that game cuz that's that's her best her if i can put it that way so we want the best for you in your relationship and um if if what we're talking about is something you're struggling with um depression please contact our counseling team today uh, at least set up an appointment at least set up a consultation uh, call 800 the letter a in the word family uh, because of volume they may have to call you back but they'll figure out a time to have a short phone call with you and just kind of hear you out Um, offer some insights, give you some perspective, maybe direct you to some resources. Um, And that's a free consultation. Our number again, 800, the letter A in the word family. And then for just day-to-day fine-tuning it, uh, get a copy of the book from Greg and Aaron, Reconnected, Moving from Roommates to Soulmates in Your Marriage. We're making that available to you for a gift of any amount today. And the link to donate and get a copy of the book will be in the episode notes as well. Next time, Dr. Tim Muehlhoff and his wife, Noreen, share about addressing anger in your relationship. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Mm-hmm.